Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around, and me and my co-host will show you exactly how it's done. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and I'm here with my co-host Emily Barnett from Melbourne. How are you, Emily? Hello, Doctor Bibi. I'm doing well.、Um, looking forward to our chat today. Thank you, Emily. And together with our audience, it is time to set the energy of the next twenty. Minutes or so together. So you may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless, of course, if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Take a deep breath in, and as you breathe out. Let all your anxiety go. Again, breathe in and breathe out all your worries. Again, take a deep breath in. And breathe out all your concerns. Let your thoughts go. Let your past go. And take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected. In a unified field of divine white light, know that all is well. You are safe, and so it is. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. So today is part three. Of the topic on self-esteem. Now, because self-esteem is quite a difficult idea to define, and since it can influence our life in myriad ways, we are going to continue that conversation today. When we have healthier self-esteem, we accept our flaws. That means we we don't have to be right all the time. 
we can be wrong. We could be we could make mistakes about a certain person. Even that means we also accept the the fact that we are all fallible. Human beings are fallible. We can have inaccurate judgment about a person. I am sure some listeners will not like what I am going to say, and unfortunately, so be it, because it is the truth. Now, of course, unless we are talking about someone that is a psychopath or a sociopath, I am not referring to the exceptions. Now, so having said that, not one single person is all bad. So. Whether it is Biden or Trump, none of them is all bad, and none of them is all good. Unfortunately, and I really want listeners to understand this: when we are suffering from impaired self-esteem, we often have all-or-nothing thinking. Not just because we have impaired self-esteem, but also we have been taught that is one an immature way. Of thinking, all or nothing, right? Right or wrong, good or bad, night or day, right? So if you are not a good person, you must be an evil person. And if I perceive you as a bad person, then I cannot see any good in you at all. So this is the type of all or nothing thinking that I am referring to. I hope that our audience. Is mature enough to realize that in our complex world, there is hardly anything that is black or white. It's just not that simple. We are living in a world of gray, and the danger of having. Unhealthy self-esteem that definitely would affect relationships are the symptoms of avoid conflict. That means people choose not to moderate their heightened emotions and have a calm conversation. Now, having said that, being passionate about what you are saying is different from yelling and screaming. Now, people that have impaired self-esteem may not be able to distinguish the two, because when one is passionate about one is what one is saying, you definitely will raise your voice, like what I'm doing now. But do you feel that I'm attacking you? No, I, I don't feel you're attacking me. And also at the same time, I would say somebody who is passionate, they're also willing to listen to what the other person has to say. Good. Insight, Emily. However, when an individual has unhealthy self-esteem, they tend to perceive the opposite idea or the opposite opinion is attacking their behaviors, their ideas, their opinions. Or even their personality or traits or whatever that they interpret your question to them, or 
message is a form of attack, and more often than not, they will cease communication, meaning there will not be any dialogue. It it's very dangerous when we don't realize what we are doing, and we are all capable of doing that. Now, I have been doing couples counseling for a decade, if not more. And I am here to tell the audience that it is vital and only healthy to not avoid conflict. It is important to have an open, civilized dialogue, despite how different your opinions are. And a healthy relationship is to learn to communicate in a way that, in the end, both of you could say, "Okay, I see your point," and the other partner could say, "I understand where you're coming from," and let's just agree to disagree. That would be the ultimate goal. Unfortunately, a lot of times, both parties are not aware of the intention or the motivation behind that conversation. I.e., maybe they don't realize that there is a power struggle between the two, or. One party just wants to be right, so that they want to convince the other party to agree with them. Well, having said all that, the bottom line is that we all wish to be heard and to be understood. Now, I'm not saying it is easy, particularly with the. People that you love, because you do somehow want their approval, you do want them to agree with you. So, Emily, what is your take in all of that? So, I I agree, but I I do do have、um, some personal experience here. So, I am, as we just said, not a. I am a Biden supporter. Um, so I lean toward the left in America, and I have some immediate family members who are the opposite of of how I feel and believe.、Um, and we had recently one of our immediate family members, and we had to have a group family chat because obviously we're all kind of scattered around the the states and the globe. And so this is the best way that we can keep in touch with each other. And I noticed that this family member had just stopped responding to us talking about political things and and you know other other topics. And I went to this person and I said, "Oh, did you leave the chat?" And they said, "Yes, I don't want to discuss what what you're discussing." So I had to agree with my other family members who believe that the same way I do that if we want to keep our family chat, 
that we have to leave it lighthearted and um, not not get political. So I, it's hard for me. It was hard for me to do that because I feel like these things need to be discussed. But at the same time, I did not want to push my family member away. So it was very, it is very hard for me, but um, my family members who have the same belief that I do, we created our own chat. So we have our own group chat going on. And then we have our entire family on the other chat where we just kind of talk about our daily lives and what's going on with each other and leave the political, um, moral type of discussion out of it. So I would like to get your input on that. Ooh, this is a tricky one, Emily. I absolutely understand where you're coming from. And I agree to a certain extent. Like I said, I believe that these are the important topics that we should be able to, I wouldn't say should, it's still a choice. So we could choose to discuss with our loved ones without being at each other's throat. That is my viewpoint. So it's similar to yours. That's what I hear. However, I also agree and understand when or if the other parties choose not to do that. So we have to respect that as well. Well, to be honest, it doesn't really matter what the discussion topic is about. The key is to understand the intention behind our interaction. For instance, is my intention to be right or my intention is to be heard and to respect each other despite our differences? That is the key. Unfortunately, our ego will not allow that sometimes. Because if we are not in check with our ego, more often than not, the ego wants to be right. And to be honest, if our self-esteem is unhealthy, like I said a bit earlier, we often interpret other people's opposite ideas as a form of attack and therefore the ego will come out and defend our self-image and would behave in a way like a dog with a bone and the main goal is just to be right and needless to say when we get to that point, then nobody is listening. That's it. I grew up in a very religious household. And they have this, um, they're terrified of freedom of religion. They're terrified that they're not going to be able to worship God in the way they want to or something. I, I, I don't know where this comes from. But I do know, I see it on Facebook and I, I've seen it other places that they have this fear that their freedom of religion will be taken away from them. Um, abortion, they don't want a woman to legally get an abortion. 
Um, and then a lot of them are obsessed with their guns. Well, Biden, I know for a fact, is more religious than Trump. So this is the other thing I don't understand for people who are religious and, and just follow Trump no matter what he says. I want to say, well, Biden is much more religious or godly, I don't know what you want to call it, than Trump has ever been in his entire life. So it's, I, it's, I, can't, I can't comprehend it, uh, Dr. Beebe. I've, I've tried and I just, I struggle with it. Yes, Sandali, I'm sure you're not the only one, and I understand. It seems to me you are referring to other people's values, which are different from yours. And that alone can make it difficult for you to comprehend. Have no fear, there is good news. Because a lot of us do worry that having different values or ideas with their partner or friends or relatives, say things like what you just mentioned, religion, politics, or morality, means it's likely they are going to run into problems further down the line. Now, it doesn't have to be that way. Of course, it's true that having opposing opinions on big subjects can create friction. It's by no means a sign that you can't be a couple or continue to be friends or a loving relative. One thing counseling tries to help people understand is that differences aren't usually the problem. It's how you deal with them that matters. So like I mentioned a bit earlier, it is important to talk things over properly in a civilized and mature way. If you're having a disagreement, listen to what each other has to say. And that means really listening, active listening not just waiting for your turn to speak. When it comes to explaining your own position, speak calmly, openly, and honestly. Do not attack the other individual's ideas. Simply stick to what it is that you think, using, I feel, Okay, so here's an example. Let's say you could start off with saying something like, well, Amy, I feel a little bit confused when you say that. And then you just complete the sentence, whatever you wanted to say in a calm and collective way. Now, the challenge is that it requires the individuals and the members of a group to have healthy self-esteem. Why? Because if they don't, then they will feel attacked and their ego will come out and use whatever defense mechanisms to protect their own self-esteem. And when people get defensive, nobody will be listening. So it is obvious that 
to having healthy self-esteem and put ourselves in other people's shoes and truly apply active listening. It is only then we are able to maybe understand the other person's point of view. So it may be that after talking things through, you realize you aren't quite as opposed as you thought, or that one member of your family relaxes their view a little. At any rate, making sure you understand each other's opinions properly gives you a much surer footing from which to move forward. And it is also important try to see where they are coming from. Find some common ground. Don't force things. Like I mentioned earlier, be aware of your own intention, whether you want to be right and you want to convince the other individual to agree with you. And more importantly, is to know your boundaries. That said, it is important to figure out how different is too different. If you feel like the things that you and your partner or other relatives are disagreeing on are fundamentally important to you and that you aren't likely to be able to find a compromise, then, well, it might be worth thinking about how this could affect things in future. After all, if they really are deal breakers, it's likely they'll come up again. So running away from discussion is not the solution, clearly. So I wish our audience get the message that the key is to work on our own self-esteem so to understand our own thoughts, our own behaviors, and our own choices and how we listen and how willing we are to listen to our loved ones, particularly when we are in difficult conversations with contradicting values so that we make sure our intention is not just to be right, not just to be correct, and of course, not just to convince the other party to agree with us. That is not active listening. And that is definitely not the objective of healthy communication. That would be really nice. Um, it would be so refreshing to be able to do that instead of the attacking and the um, I'm right, you're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong. Or you're wrong, I'm right. Yes, Emily, that's for sure. And when we listen to each other respectfully, most likely we will not be at each other's throat and more likely than not, we will be able to see the other individual's point of view. But that doesn't mean that we have to agree. We just have to respect it because we love them. Yeah.
and and we respect i think if you respect the other individual then you will respect their beliefs and let uh, listen i mean just listening to each other respectfully i think there's that's got lost somewhere along the way i absolutely agree with you emily and guess what it's time to wrap up this part three on self-esteem and next week will be the final episode part four on self-esteem and i am going to talk about our defense mechanisms whenever we feel attacked and how our defenses can sabotage our loving relationship. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. And big virtual hugs to everyone. Yes, virtual hugs to all. Bye. Bye for now. podcast to be honest on apple podcast spotify and my website www.drbarbarakiao.com and that is www.drbarbarakiao.com